0: to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, hey, welcome to a bonus episode, what's up? If you listen to this podcast, you know it is all about helping women take purpose-driven action to build lives that they really freaking love. And I normally stay in the personal development space. That being said, I created this podcast for us. And maybe you are one of the women who has DM'd me on Instagram and said, Kesh, can you please do an episode about network marketing to give some tangible tips to actually build a network marketing business? Because I'm in network marketing. I want to grow my team. I want to grow my income. I really want to just build this thing and I need some help. So this episode is for you. And I'm going to give a little bit of a quick backstory about myself and my journey with network marketing. Although the way that I'm going to lay out this episode is for any network marketer. So regardless of the company that you're in, if you want to grow your network marketing business, if you want to share this with other members on your team to help empower them to grow their businesses or even share in your team pages, this is going to be an episode that's designed like that to give you tangible things you can actually implement from my six years in network marketing, having built an over seven figure business in the total time that I've been here. So Quick backstory. I started with Beachbody, the company that I partnered with in 2014. I didn't actually understand that I was getting into network marketing. I really understand what network marketing was. Back in 2014, the landscape of network marketing looked different. There wasn't as many opportunities. It wasn't as like trendy and cool to be like an entrepreneur back in 2014. I feel like it's a lot more common that people are interested in side hustles or multiple streams of income. So back then, I started just because I fell in love with the products and the programs. And my background was actually in IT project management and engineering recruiting. I loved my job. I was climbing the corporate ladder and checking all of the boxes but I had this gut feeling in me that I wanted more and I didn't know what more was, but I knew I wanted to make more impact and I knew I wanted to be more fulfilled, but I didn't really think of network marketing as an opportunity to get me out of the corporate world at first. I just thought of it as an opportunity to add some fun and some fulfillment to my life by doing this on the side. So maybe you can connect with that. That's kind of where you're at, that you're like, I want more, or I just want something that I can build, or I actually have a job that I love. Or maybe you have a job that you're like, I don't love this and I want to get out. So what we're going to talk about today is going to help you regardless of what your goal is. But I just want to explain to you my backstory. So I wasn't in a back against the wall situation, which is why I think my story is unique from other network marketers. Sometimes you hear people that speak on different stages or training calls with your company that have these really inspiring stories, but their back was against the wall and they overcame something like crazy epic. And um, for me, when I first started, I actually had the fear that I didn't have a story because I didn't feel like my story was crazy enough um, to really inspire people. The truth is, if your story is that you don't think you have a story, that in itself is a story. Um, that being said, when I started my business back in January of 2014, I was doing this alongside of a corporate job that I loved. And um, I fell in love with the process of it straight out the gates. I really started to treat this like a business. While I didn't see the potential long term, I did see how fulfilling it would be to grow something on the side. And I was focusing on building it before and after work. And then I actually ended up leaving the corporate world altogether in April of 2015. This is after my now fiance Cena, and I moved from Seattle to New York City, where um, the last job that I worked at in the corporate world was as a corporate recruiter at Google in downtown New York City while my fiance Cena, was going to dental school. So I built my business to the point while working a full-time job that it could support both of us living in downtown New York City since he was a full-time student. So why I mentioned that is because I am a firm believer that you can get your business on the side to replace a full-time income before you make a leap. And that was what I chose to do. Some people will preach, just jump, and the net will appear. That's not really the way that I've approached this. And the reason was because I was in a financial situation where I needed to support two people, so I wasn't willing to take that risk. And that's what I think is really interesting about network marketing is you can build it in the cracks of your life. Or if you're a mom, you can build it in the cracks of your day. Um, but I think if you go into this with the intention, which I'm guessing if you press play on this episode, you have this intention that you do want to actually treat this like a business. So now at this point, since April, 2015, Beachbody has provided me with a full-time income and, um, you know, I've spoken on a lot of Beachbody stages. I've done lots of trainings to the network of what Beachbody calls coaches. Um, I've earned a cumulative over seven figures in this business and I've helped a lot of women build their businesses too. And like I mentioned at the beginning, I I love network marketing for a lot of reasons, but this episode is not going to be about network marketing or talk a lot about like the pros or cons of network marketing or why you should or shouldn't, or be even directed at someone who is, you know, in a particular company to go to a different company, but just someone that wants to grow their network marketing business. So I'm going to dive in to five specific tips that I think are very powerful for network marketers. Like I said, I'm coming from the lens of someone who started her business on the side in January of 2014, about six months into building it, caught a bigger vision for what this could be. But someone who has been very intentional about falling in love with the process of building this business and making it part of my lifestyle, rather than saying like, I'm gung-ho, falls to the walls, back against the you know, the wall type of story. That's not my story. So I just want you to understand the lens that I'm coming from, but that these tips are going to be very tangible and I think will be really impactful. So I'm excited to hear what you think about this. Number one, let's dive into this. Understanding that your story matters and other people's stories, like when you collect those stories, build connective tissue. So let me dive into this. First of all, You have to have a personal testimony with your products first, the products that you're distributing, because that belief in what you're selling gives you confidence and credibility with your audience. People know if you actually love what you're talking about or if you're BSing them. And of course, it's important to be passionate about the business opportunity or where this business could take you and have that vision for your future. And we're going to talk about that, but you've got to just truly genuinely believe in the products that you're selling because people can feel that from you. And it also really does help you. A lot of network marketers, especially if they're new, struggle with price objections and they kind of like, ah, freak out if someone asks how much something costs. But when you believe so much in the value of what you have, you actually look at price objections as an opportunity to dig deeper into someone else's story to get to know them better. And you don't freak out about price objections, but that comes from having your own personal testimony and believing in your actual products. It's really difficult to have that belief in yourself if you don't have a personal testimony of how those products have helped you in your life. And honestly, like that doesn't mean you have to have a crazy transformation, like if you're partnered with a health and fitness company or have perfect hair if you're partnered with a hair care company or flawless skin if you're partnered with a skin company or whatever. It just means that somehow these products that you're talking about that your company created Have impacted you in some way and you believe that they can impact someone else. You've got to truly actually believe that people are sick of phony. They're sick of perfect and carefully curated content, pretending like it's rainbows, butterflies and happy unicorns building a network marketing business. It's not. You're going to have people quit. You're going to doubt yourself. You're going to be your own worst critic. You're going to have to put yourself out there. It's going to be hard sometimes, but when you actually care, you're willing to do the work. You can't fake actually caring. You can't fake real stories. So you've got to have your story and then you've got to share other people's stories because you care enough to truly help your customers get those stories of the products and how they've served them. This is not a get rich quick thing. This is a build belief by being consistent over time thing. Then when you really come into this with the lens of having a personal testimony with the products, because that gives you belief in yourself and credibility with your audience, then you become this person who is a relationship builder and a storyteller rather than someone who's looking at people like a paycheck. Because spoiler alert, if that's how you're looking at people in any business, whether you're network marketing or not, that's never going to work long-term. People are going to feel that from you and you don't want to be that person, right? I guarantee you that part of the reason why you started with your network marketing company is because you want to help people in some way. So the tangible tip from that. Is number one, have a product story for yourself, like your own personal testimony, like how you felt before, how you feel now, right? Have a business story for yourself, why you started the business and why you're in it now, because that's gonna change over time as you evolve and you build more confidence and you start to see more proof that this works for you or whatever it may be, right? So, a then versus now. Or an old me versus new me approach is really powerful and it's very consumable for someone on social media and it's very consumable for your team. So then you can be the story collector of other people's stories in addition to your own, where they started and where they are now. Testimonies matter. Stories matter. And Simon Sinek, who if you don't know, he has an amazing TED talk and tons of books. He talks about how people don't really care what you're doing. They care why You're doing it. They care why you could impact them. So let's have that personal testimony, but let's be aware that we are really storytellers and we are relationship builders. So your story matters for you to believe in yourself and that confidence that comes from having a personal testimony, but other people's stories and the way that you explain why this could serve someone else helps build connective tissue with your audience. Okay. So number one, your story matters and other people's stories build connective tissue. Number two, This is really helpful from a sales 101 type perspective with network marketing. Start with your warm market and your normal communication channels and then simultaneously talk to the one person who you would be most excited to serve on social media. So let me just kind of tee this up actually. If I was like, all right, girl, someone is gonna slide into your DMs right now on Instagram and she's gonna say, girl, I want to build a business and she is gung-ho. She's not like, Oh, you know, like, I think if it's convenient, I'll build the business or she's not like a talk the talk, but then not back it up. Um, you know, in network marketing, there are lots of people like that. She is a walk the walk, do the damn thing. Like I'm in it. Let's go that person. Okay. So like just visualize that person just slid into your DMS. What would that person be like, right? Like what stage of life is she in? What is she interested in? What is she like? What are her fears, Why would she want to do something like this? And why would she be nervous to start? What might hold her back? What might be she, she be thinking about that would make her not want to hit submit on, you know, her sign up form? You can even name her if you want. This is like avatar 101 training, but it can be really helpful because if you could talk to one, you can really hit home with her. And I think a lot of network marketers cast their net so wide, they're not actually hitting home with anyone and people can feel it. It's like, anyone join my team, anyone do this versus like talking to a specific target market of that one person that you would be so excited to serve. Same rules apply on Instagram. If you're like, Hey guys, remember that one person is watching that Instagram story. So when you're saying, Hey guys, you're talking to multiple people, but really one person is consuming that. Hey girl hits home with her or Hey woman, or Hey sis, like however you talk, right? Like talk on your Instagram stories, like you're talking to a best friend, same rules apply for your post. You're talking to one, don't cast your net so wide and not hit home with anyone. And I like to tell network marketers like that. I'm first starting to work with, make a list of people that you would be really excited to serve with this opportunity, with like these products, with these programs, with this community, with this business opportunity, like people that you would be like, yes, I'm so excited. A lot of times people are nervous to tell their friends and their family members. But for me, when I started with Beachbody, I was like, Oh, my mom definitely needs to be all up on Shakeology. Like, my dad definitely needs to do these fitness programs because I'm so excited about it. I want the people that I love to know about it. That doesn't mean they're always going to be the first people that jump on board, but you can genuinely reach out to them and ask them from a lens of why this could serve them because they already know you and it helps with your warm market because those people already know you. And there's this spectrum that comes with network marketing or selling on social media in general that's going from no to like. To trust. So people have to know you, as in they have to, like, you know, be connected with you. They have to like you. That part, they can't, you know, you can't control if people like you. And in fact, there are a lot of people that don't vibe with me because I'm like, what's up, girl? Um, All over the place, energy wise. So they get to decide if they like you. And then depending upon just how long it takes them for them to trust you, you can't control that part either. But that no, like, trust meter is expedited for people that do know you in person versus on social media, which is why I encourage new people that I'm working with to go to their warm market first. And while they're talking to their warm market during like that time, they can also work on their social media, talking to that ideal person, like I mentioned at the beginning, right? That person who slid into your DMs that you visualize, it's like, this would be the girl that I would be most excited to help. And this is really unique in that network marketing is You get to pick who you work with, right? So whatever you post about is what you're going to attract. So post for the girl that you're most excited to serve. So I'll give an example, actually. Um, I'm not someone who's really passionate about cooking or meal plans. In fact, I kind of find it boring to like talk about cooking and I really don't cook at all. My fiance, Sina, is the one that actually cooks for us. But I partner with a multi-billion dollar company that is in health and wellness, So you would think I'd have to talk about recipes, but I don't because I have connection to the best teams that are developing like meal plans and workouts in this entire database of their digital platform called Beachbody On Demand. So I don't have to talk about meal plans, but instead I can talk about being resourceful. I can talk about the stage of life that my ideal avatar girl is in. If she feels stuck or unfulfilled and she wants more, just like I was when I first started, I can talk to her stage of life and then Beachbody or, you know, the fitness opportunity or the coaching opportunity, like the business building opportunity is just an add in. So take that same lens for whatever your business is, whether that's Beachbody or something else, like talking to the person that you want to serve and this opportunity being something that could help her as well, rather than just leading with the products, right? Lead with that feeling and that connection point. And I think it's really interesting because when you get good at building real relationships by knowing who your avatar is, then you look at your business as a tool in your toolbox that could just serve her, whether that is through the products or through the business opportunity. And people feel that difference. Okay. So to recap, start with your war market, right? And talking to those people that you would be really excited to have um, as part of this Understanding that sometimes those people come around quickly and sometimes they take a while because they want to see you show up consistently, especially if you've hopped around to different network marketing companies or whatever, like they've got to build that trust in you again. And while you're talking to your warm market, start to simultaneously talk on social media to the person that you would be most excited to serve. Okay. Now, number three, loop in the people that are close to you quickly and honestly, to create accountability for yourself and get more skin in the game. That is definitely a run on sentence, but I get a lot of questions around how do I get my significant other or my sister or my mom or my bestie on board with my business? Like, oh, they're not supporting me. Or how do I deal with people that don't get it? So I want to dive into both of those. And it's really important to loop people in quickly, but it's also really important to remember that your job is to believe in you. It's nobody else's job to believe in you. That being said, we're humans. Like We love connection. We have people that we're close to that we want to have on board with our vision. But instead of pointing the finger at them, can you turn it around and point it back at yourself and say, what can I own here? Because it is our responsibility to take ownership for the conversations that we're having with people when we're starting a new business of what support looks like and why you want their support rather than just assuming that they're going to understand it. Think about it. Like if your husband doesn't know what you're doing on Facebook or on your team calls or whatever you're doing or the resources that you're paying attention to, to build your business, if he doesn't know what's going on and then you're mad at him that he's not supporting you, that's on you that you didn't loop him into your vision, right? We can't just assume that he's going to understand. Same rules apply with your mom or your sister or your best friend. Do they know why this matters to you? And when you set a schedule, like if this is more for like, if you live with someone, if you set a schedule on the times that you're going to build your business, do you actually honor that schedule of when you're working your business and when you're not? Because sometimes when you get excited about a new business, you act like your phone is like another appendage, right? And so then you're not present with your people and then you wonder why they resent your business, but it's because you weren't intentional about honoring your priorities, And if it is someone that you live with, like a significant other, do they understand your vision for this business and how they are also going to benefit as a byproduct in the big picture? Like what could this side income do for your family? Does your husband know how this could help your family? Does he understand what that vision is? Uh, what could like you being a healthier, happier, like more fulfilled, more connected woman do for your marriage? Does like, he actually understand that or does she understand that? Right. And honestly, like I should actually loop you into this. If you don't know, I have a free uh, get Unstuck mini video series that if you're on my email list, um, you can check the show notes for the email list, or you can just go to keishafinchgerald.com slash subscribe. You get this free video series. And first we talk about building confidence. Then we talk about creating an environment that serves you. So, kind of in this topic of like getting accountability and getting people on board with your vision. And then we talk about ways to take action. It's not designed for network marketers, but it could be really, really helpful for you in your business, and it could be really helpful for your teammates too, um, and even something that you might want to share in your team pages. So, jump on the email list; you get immediate access to this um, course, and I and I really just want to keep you in the loop on that. So, um, but honestly. Getting people on board does matter because it gives you skin in the game. Because often we're not willing to show up for ourselves when life gets hard or a curveball comes, but we're often willing to show up for other people. So when you have important people that know why this vision matters to you and how they're involved, you're more likely to show up when it does get hard because it's going to get hard because this is new, especially if you've never done network marketing in the past, which I had never done. Like everything was brand new. I was like, ah, I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never posted on social media like... What is a hashtag? Right? So that's really important. And then I just will touch on real quickly naysayers. Truthfully, no matter what you do, people are going to have something to say. If you're getting married, if you're starting a business, if you're moving, if you're making a lot of money, if you're not making enough money, if you're going to school, if you're not, whatever, right? No matter what you do, people have something to say. So while it's not easy to have someone that doesn't get it, It is your responsibility to show up for the gut feeling that you have for your life so you don't live with shoulda, woulda, couldas or resent people because you lived their life path, right? I talk more about this in the mini series too, so definitely jump on that. But you showing up for your business like a business is going to serve you and your family and other people that will benefit as a byproduct of seeing you show up, but also it's going to serve other people because that's what network marketing is, right? You're connecting people to products, but you're also giving them an opportunity to build their business through what you're learning. So it's a really powerful way to help a crap ton of people and make a tidal wave. But if you stay stuck and worrying about what everyone else is thinking, you're not going to serve other people. So it's not just about you anymore. And then truthfully, if someone's saying something to you, evaluate the source, are you taking feedback from people who are living a life that you wouldn't even want to live? We can love people and we can be curious to their opinions, but that doesn't mean we have to take their advice to heart if they're not even living a life that we'd want to live. Taking constructive like criticism from someone who's not currently constructing anything makes like no sense to me, right? So we don't have to take their advice. And honestly, one ra- random little side tangent, network marketing is weird let's just be real. And it sometimes has a stigma because anyone can do it. So they can come into this and they can be like, oh, this is a get rich quick thing. And they can spam people and they can be weird. You're not doing that. You're listening to a podcast about network marketing because you want to sharpen your skill set in this business opportunity, right? Like you want to get better at this, get better at building relationships. You want to serve people. You're not just like dollar dollar bill y'all. But that's why network marketing gets a bad stigma because anyone can do it right? And they don't take the time to learn to hone in on how often. So we have to give people that are close to us the benefit of the doubt, but we also have to just remember that they also might think network marketing is weird because they don't know anyone that's done it before. So we've got to loop them in on our vision. They might, um, be worried that they're going to get left behind with these new friends that you're making or this new mindset that you have or this new personal growth journey that you're on, right? They might be afraid of losing you or they might be afraid of you getting hurt because they have a friend or a cousin or a random girl from third grade that they're connected with on Facebook. They did that network marketing thing and it didn't work out. So let's give people the benefit of the doubt that they might be just trying to protect us, but also still evaluate the source and loop them in on your vision as much as you can. And then stay the freaking course because the stream is not in you by accident. Okay. That was a long run on, but that was number three, which was to loop in your people quickly and honestly to create accountability and have more skin in the game. Okay. Number four, two more. Number four, know why you are doing this business and know why your people that you onboard are doing this business. Okay. So, I think it's really interesting when you get into network marketing, there are a lot of different milestones, like ranks and different income milestones and different like opportunities to work, like earn trips and prizes and all of these cool incentives. And that's a really awesome way to get into network marketing, but that's not going to keep you in network marketing for the long haul. Remember, I'm coming from the lens of someone who has spoke on all of these stages, training lots of coaches, having lots of conversations and having built a really significant business over the course of six years. So I'll tell you different seasons of your life. And maybe you've been in network marketing longer than me. If you have, then you know this to be true. If you're brand new, I'll just kind of tell you what's coming in the future. Different seasons of your life are going to have different reasons why you're doing this. And as you start to get more credibility or confidence or start to mentor more people to see success or have different opportunities or blow your mind with what's possible from an income perspective or whatever it may be, your reasons are going to change. So always have a personal reason why you're doing this business, not just an accolade or achievement reason. So go for the goals because as humans, we love progress and we need to have something to work there we are working towards so we can measure that progress and grow, but have a personal reason too. And what I mean by this is when I started my network marketing business back in January of 2014, one of the reasons that I started was because I decided that this was going to be the thing that when I started, I was 25, that I was going to learn how to be myself in. I was like, I am going to get so dang good at being Keisha. Like I'm just going to get so good at being myself because I'm going to have to put myself out there. I'm going to be doing things outside my comfort zone. It's I'm going to be scared. So my personal reason was I knew building a business like this was going to make me a better human being. That had nothing to do with any rank or income milestone or prize or incentive or anything like that, but it was literally just a human goal. So having a personal reason or a human goal that building this business could serve you and make you a better you know, corporate professional, maybe some of the skills of like pushing yourself, building confidence, being connected to a team, learning how to do team calls, learning sales can help you in your corporate job. Or maybe it will build your confidence to help you in the nonprofit that you work in. Or maybe some of the lessons that you're learning can help you serve the church community that you're connected to. I don't know what it is, but have a personal reason that could serve you of why you're showing up and understand that for yourself and then have the long-term vision, right? And think about this concept that's in marketing called extension benefit. Extension benefit is thinking, how will me showing up serve someone else? And think about the people that are going to benefit as a byproduct of you doing this, whether that is your kids that are like, mom, I always think about this. Even though I don't have kids, I always think I want to be an example of a woman that I would want my daughter to look up to. Someone who is helping people, someone who's grown a business, someone who's impacting the world, someone who's showing up, doing her best, has an awesome marriage, is healthy and active and just trying to grow. Like I want to be the example to my daughter. I want my daughter to look at me. And when I tell her she can do anything she wants in this world, I want her to look at me and say, mom, I know I can. I watched you. So that really matters to me. That's extension benefit. Me showing up for my business and other you know, things that I'm going to be continuing to do in the future is modeling what I would want my kids to see. So having that extension benefit, how can you showing up and building another stream of income for your family impact your significant other? Or your mom, your parents that maybe don't have long term finances set up, how could you building another stream of income help them? How could it help you from not having to say no to little Tommy, your son who wants to do select baseball that's really freaking expensive, or your daughter wants to do cheerleading, or your sister is going through a hard time or going through a divorce and she needs extra income and you can write her a check? Extension benefit, right? Who else can benefit? So, a personal reason that serves you. A long term vision of where you want this to go and really dive into that. Like, visualize where could this be? I thought a lot about conversations that I would have with my fiance, Sina well before they happened. I thought of conversations where he would tell me how proud he was for the opportunities that we have in our life because I was so consistent in my business. I thought about the vision of where this could be. I thought about what it was going to feel like leaving my corporate job, leaving and then starting my very first Monday being like, I'm not going to wear pants to work. I'm going to sit on my couch and build my business on my couch in a giant flannel with like no bra and a messy bun. Like I visualized that and then I did it. Right. So, visualizing that long-term, what's it going to feel like? What are some of the conversations going to look like? I don't know what your goal is that it doesn't have to be that your network marketing business becomes your full-time job, but I think it's really powerful if you can visualize that. And then everything I just told you, right? That personal reason that this could serve you, that long-term vision and that extension benefit of who else could benefit from you doing this. You need to take the time to know those answers for your strong business builders. The women or men, I guess, um, that are building this business with you understand why they're actually doing this so you can remind them of those reasons when they doubt themselves or when like some random stranger on Instagram makes a comment about how they're in like a pyramid scheme and like makes some some uneducated comment towards them that could easily make them quit or just totally doubt themselves and self-deprecate, you want to know these answers to these really deep questions of how this is serving them, regardless of if they hit their goals, how this is serving them long-term vision that like they don't get caught up on the tiny little missteps along the way and who else is benefiting as a byproduct, okay? So number four is know why you're doing this and then know why your people are doing this, in particular with how this serves you personally, your long-term vision and extension benefit. Last one, number five, commit to learning and being here for a year, making your main goal, falling in love with the process, not what the process can produce. And what I mean when I say that is a lot of us get focused on the end goal and we don't want to celebrate until we get to the end goal, or we only just drive towards the end goal, the sales, like the quota for the month, the the income rank, whatever it is, right? But we forget that this is a long-term business that is built off of the compound effect, doing the things that are easy to do, but are also easy not to do. The difference is you're going to be the woman that does that thing because you know that this is the long haul business. This is not a get rich quick business. This is not a, jump and the net will appear and your business just falls into your lap. Like the universe just plops it in your lap. You got to work consistently. So if you can fall in love with the process, you can ask yourself the question, how can I make doing this business activity more fun? Can I jump on a zoom call and do it with other people on my team? Can I make fun contests? Can I make little like challenges with myself? Can I get my kids involved? Can I get my significant other involved? Can I get my best friend involved? How can you make this more fun so you love the actual process of building relationships? How can you make inviting to this more fun and fulfilling? Use voice message invites, like really get to know people and actually care about them. That will make this more fulfilling for you rather than if you're just doing things to do it, like, or just doing things to get it done versus doing it to do it. And let me distinct those two things. When you're doing things just to check it off the list, you don't have any emotion behind it. When you're doing things because you're like, If I send this invite to this person, this could change this person's freaking life. That feels different for you doing it, which helps you fall in love with the process. And it definitely feels different for the person on the other end who's receiving that invite. So really think about taking that extra second. If you don't feel grateful for the business that you have, or you don't feel excited about the opportunity, don't go invite people to it. Take five minutes And get a piece of paper and a journal and journal out why you're grateful for this opportunity. Why are you so grateful for your upline coach or whatever they call it in your business, your upline who, you know, reached out to you about this or post about this on social media, even though she was scared? Like, why are you so grateful for this? Because when you come from that place of gratitude, people can feel it. It's real. Don't be phony in this business because then you're going to add to the stigma of network marketing. Let's make this what we want this to be. We want this to be about serving people and really developing awesome relationships in a business that is really duplicatable for other people that could change their freaking lives. This matters that you figure out how to be honest in this, right? Don't just be here in a year. Be here in a year from doing the freaking work because a lot can happen in a year. I will tell you that a lot happened for me from January, 2014 to January, 2015. Remember I left my corporate job that I didn't even know that I wanted to leave in April of 2015. And of course, Your success is totally dependent on like your skills and how much you're putting into this and how hard you're willing to work on this dream that you have for yourself and how intentional you're willing to get to treat this like a real business. But you don't just start your business and know everything, just like you don't start a brand new job and not go to training and learn. They're not like, here's your stapler. Good luck, girl. Go get it. You got to do the training. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast, I hope this is helpful for you. If you listen to this episode and it is helpful, tag me on social media. Let me know what your takeaways are. Let me know if you share with your teams. Um, like I said, this is a bonus episode. I don't normally talk about network marketing on this podcast, but I wanted to make sure that I was giving you something that could serve you. So I'll recap my tips real quick and then you keep me in the loop if this was helpful. Number one, have your personal testimony with the products first because that gives you belief in yourself and what you're actually selling and it gives you credibility with your audience. Also remember that stories matter. So you've got to have your personal story, but people don't care what you're selling. They care why you're selling it. So why can this help them? Collecting people's stories and their testimonies really freaking matters in network marketing or really any business for that matter. Number two, start with your warm market. Because remember, there is this concept of know, to like, to trust. People have to know you before they can determine if they like you. And then over time, and you being consistent, they can trust you. That takes a different amount depending upon the person, right? So make sure that you're starting with your warm market because those people already know you and often like you and trust you. And then while you're talking to your warm market, simultaneously start talking to that person that you're most excited to serve on social media. Don't cast your net so wide because you're not going to hit home with anyone. Knit yourself down a little bit to the person that you would be most excited to serve and talk to her. Number three, loop your people in, those people that are really important to you of why this business matters to you and how this is going to impact them in the future. That creates accountability for you because you're more likely to show up if other people know about this and other people that matter to you understand why this matters to them that you show up and it gives you that skin in the game. Number four, know why you are doing this from a personal reason that it could serve you no matter if you hit your goals or not. From a long-term vision of where this could go and really visualize that long-term vision and from an extension benefit, thinking about who else could be served by you showing up for this, right? And then you got to know why your people are doing it. Take time for your business builders. You got to know why they're doing this too. You've got to know their personal reasons, their long-term vision, and their extension benefit. And finally, commit to learning and being here for a year, making it your goal to fall in love with the process not what the process can produce. Make this fit into your lifestyle so you can stay consistent because this is a compound effect business, which means you gotta stay the course. You've got this. I'm rooting for you. I hope this was helpful. If it was, please tag me and let me know what you thought of today's episode. Bonus, over and out. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share it with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here, still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.